0: It's your radio, the future of radio.
1: Good evening, guests. Good evening, America. Good evening, overseas. I understand that tonight our paranormal show has created a big stir. There are people all over the world who want to talk about this ghostly business with Carol Ann. Carol Ann, are you there?
2: Yes, I am.
1: Is Mary there?
2: She's always here. Mary's always
1: there. Carol I understand that you live with a ghost. Yes, I do. How um, happened that you live with a ghost? How did you get Mary?
2: Well, <laughs> I think Mary got me.
1: <laughs> you uh, think Mary got you. Well, how did that happen?
2: Um, well, I, I lived in Queens Village. This is now for a channel I'm in. And um, we have a boat where we kept down here all the time. It got to the point where I wanted to be closer to the boat, Um They suggested that they think the house got me. (laughs) So I kept bugging my husband to let's move down. He didn't want to. took a while, but I got him to do it. Got a hold of a friend who knew of this empty house. The house was empty for 15 years. Mary had, yeah, Mary had, her son owned the house, but only used it for storage. Okay. His mother, Mary, had committed suicide in the garage. She hung herself. And um, so I guess he couldn't bear living in the house. I can
1: understand that.
2: Yes, so he just stored in it. But I was kind of like, things just fell into place for me in this house. I happened to meet a man in a club we belonged to who took care of the house. The man didn't want to sell the house the owner. He had promised his father he never would. His father had passed by then. But this man talked him into selling the house to us, and so we ended up with the house.
1: And, and did you know that Mary was there?
2: We didn't know anything. the we son
1: say anything like? No,
2: no, we weren't told anything. Um, and the original owner that it told it to us has passed since then. I asked his son if he knew of anything. Um, he said he didn't. So I don't. I think when well, we came in, we did a lot of changes in the house. And I think that's when the activity started. I think we kind of disturbed whatever was here.
1: You woke Mary up, did you?
2: Oh, I think so. <laughs> is is,
1: uh, is Mary an angry ghost? Is she pleasant, or does what does Mary do?
2: You know, when I first came in, Mary likes to play pranks. So she told the medium that I went to. She showed up there with me. This medium knew nothing about me, and all of a sudden, Mary was there. And she told her that she likes to play pranks on me, which she does. She misplaces things. She hides things. She puts things in weird places that I find them. And the only time she showed anger was my first week here when she told me to get out.
1: Uh, I think we have a, a a clip of that, a sound clip, don't we?
2: I think so, yes.
1: Okay, I think... Uh... We'll take a second. We're going to play the sound clip of Mary telling Carol Ann to get out. Yes. again. <laughs> Everybody hear that?
3: That's
2: I heard it. <laughs> I heard it. <laughs> That
1: must have sent shivers up your spine.
2: Yes, because she kind of said it in a screechy, screamy voice. And it was pretty clear on the tape, so that that kind of shook me. And then, You know what? That would have
1: scared the pants right off of me, and I would have been out of that house so fast. You wouldn't know what grease lightning was.
2: You know, it's you're in denial at first. And you really think that, oh, i got to be picking other things up on, on this because I didn't know too much about EVPs. I got interested the more things that went on in the house, then I started investigating. And even that week, and it always happens when my husband is not here, nothing ever happens to my husband, except recently they noticed a few things going on. But my first week alone in the house, I heard, and this was on my ceiling, I heard footsteps going across my ceiling so of course I stopped and I listened and it was in the living room I was in the living room I'm packing boxes and I'm saying to myself just can't be footsteps I have only a crawl space up in my attic well then the footsteps started running from the front of my house to the back of my house and there was nobody on my roof she can't stay on my roof it's a tilted roof
1: pretty pitched huh well, I have to tell you, uh, Kira Lynn, you're a lot braver woman than me because you tell me that you were unpacking. Well, I'm going to tell you what. I would have been repacking real fast.
2: Well, I, I called my husband because he was at a friend's house and told him. I said, look, you have to come home. There's somebody running across the ceiling. He said, across the ceiling. I said, "It's a and as soon as I called him, it stopped. So, he, of course, they used excuses like, it's. I have. I live on the water. You're hearing seagulls dropping shells on the roof. I said sorry. I know the difference <laughs> of hearing a shell and hearing footsteps.
3: Definitely. That was
2: my second um, thing from Mary to let me know she was here. And um, she she would do things like that. You know, make noise. I would always hear someone coming up my stairs. I mean, all the time. And I'd yell out if I was in the back. I swore it was my husband coming home, but then I'd hear noises in the kitchen, and I figured he came home for lunch or something. And I'd yell out and I'd go out. There was never anybody there. And the psychic told me that 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 when Mary showed up, that she likes to fool around in your kitchen, especially with your coffee pots. And I replaced. Oh, that would be that.
1: That'd be the end of Mary. She messed with my coffee pot. I
2: replaced about three coffee pots that burnt down on me. God, I
1: hope that I'm not I hope I'm not haunted Because you know what? I've replaced about three in the last year (laughs) I hope Mary's not here
2: Oh, you never know She likes to do these things So she she does show up She does I got her voice on tape Saying her name I went down in the garage one day And I asked Mary, if you're here I want to hear your voice on tape And I got Mary's voice on tape so uh, she'll answer me sometimes. And one actually,
1: time, you can ask her a question.
2: Actually, I can ask her if she's here, and she'll really.
1: Say, can I break in a minute? Um, there are people in the chat room that would like to know: Have you ever thought of writing a book? And I would like to tell everyone that Carol Ann has most definitely written a book. It's called "A Haunting in Broad Channel" by Carol Ann Crowley. Did I say that right?
2: Yes, Crowley. Crowley.
1: Um, It's available for $12. I'm going to post Carol's email in the chat room. You can email Carol and get the information. She accepts checks and cash. Is that correct?
2: Checks and money orders, and I will mail the book to them.
1: Checks and money orders, and then Carol will mail the book to you. Um, uh, I'm going to repeat that a little later. Hi, Angie. Angie is Angie Christie is in England, and yes. she can't hear the show, but she is in the chat room.
2: Yes, Angie's a medium that I know in England who did a house reading for me. Angie just does house readings, and Angie picked up my spirits right away. and it's so funny because she didn't know she was not told anything, just sent pictures of my home. and in part of the reading, Angie said, I see yellow rope laying on the floor in your garage. Well, Mary hung herself with rope in that garage. Oh. Uh, so she, she picked up on the spirit, but she saw too. She sees a man in my basement, which I have found out recently that I do have somebody else down there. Uh, a girl that used to visit here as a child uh-huh. said on the right side of my driveway, she would not come past there because when she was a little girl, she always saw a man looking out that window, and she knew the house was empty. So, I guess there is someone down there. Wow. And exactly. I also pick up his voice. He, he tells me a lot that he going really? to me here on, on oh. the tapes. He's definitely not happy with us here at all.
1: Now, now, Carol Ann, you were you were a feature story on A&E TV's Parano- Paranormal State.
2: Yes, I was,
1: and I that is on YouTube. If anybody would like to watch that, we we have uh, I think the link is on my front page. So if anybody wants to watch that interview with Carol Ann, that was pretty that was pretty spooky. Yes. Uh, they brought in an investigator whose name was uh, Lorraine Warren. Quite well known, I believe. Yes. And one of the things that uh, Lorraine said was she wondered if perhaps uh, you might want to stop the EVPs. Yes. Because this is a doorway to the dead. And I'm wondering, are you frightened of perhaps a demon-type ghost coming? Because your ghosts don't sound like demons to me. They just sound like Lost souls.
2: Right. Well, at that
1: point. What's your said, feeling on
2: that doorway? They said that I had a demon, which I never did. I did get one bad tape that I didn't like with grunts and growls on it, and um, that tape scared me. And that was the only one I had that was a bad tape. Um, I did stop taping for a while after the show because they thought I was doing too much and I might have opened the doorway.
1: When 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 I watched YouTube, yeah, um, I, I have to be really honest with you. I it frightened me. Yes, I found I found being in your home, even though it was via the TV, uh, frightening. and it, it just, you know, it's like, oh my God, how can you live there? It makes you a really brave woman in my book. But then there's some funny incidents that uh, Carol Ann and I play at a game site together. That's how I met Carol Ann and we've had some good laughs and and we've shared some good stories privately. One of the stories and and if you don't want to share this, it's okay Is about your brother-in-law
2: Oh yes. And
1: Mary would would you mind sharing that? It it kind of made me laugh.
2: Yes. um, My sister had passed away and um, so him and I were trying to straighten things out and get make arrangements and things like that, and he had brought his computer to me because it wasn't working, and I knew a little bit about it. So we were up till at least 1.30 in the morning, and he lives in Jersey, which is, was a far ride from my house. So I suggested that he stay over. I said, don't drive home, Mario. It's just too late for you. And he was tired, so he agreed. So I pulled out. I have a blow-up mattress, and I put him in my living room to sleep. He went out there. I got into bed, and I was exhausted. Plus, you know, all the trauma going on with my sister. I was just hadn't slept. So he's out there maybe five minutes, and I hear him walking back to my room. And I hear, Carol, Carol, I said, what's the matter? Come into the living room now. I said, okay. I thought the blow-up mattress blew up, you know. <laughs> so I go in the living room, and he's in there, and he's looking under this blow-up mattress. Now, the mattress is on the floor. I said, Mario, what are you looking for? It's just a floor under there. He said, I'm telling you, I just got into bed. I wasn't in this bed two minutes. Something got into bed with me and was trying to push me off the mattress. He was dressed in ten minutes, drove all the way home to Jersey, and said, I will never sleep in your house again. He was also on the A&E show, and it just scared the hell out of him. Well,
1: it, <laughs> it scares the hell out of me. I, I, you know, I'll, I'll invite you to come visit me, but I, I don't want you to invite me to come visit you unless you get me a hotel room.
2: <laughs> well, you never know. Mary might come with me. She seems to follow me sometimes.
1: Oh, police!
2: <laughs> I mean, please. Cory,
1: who's my co-host <laughs> and my computer guru, he just said, uh, I'll, I'll get through it. I'll come visit you.
2: <laughs> well, I had to talk my grandchildren into staying. My grandson was not happy at all. And that was another funny story because I hate. How old father. is your grandson? Well, then he was only nine. So I hate. And he's a scaredy cat, you know? My granddaughter believes in all this, so she was okay. So I have him in my room, and I'm trying to tell him that the story's not really true. There's not a ghost here. I said, people just talk, and they make things up. I said, Chris, there's no ghost here. I just got the words out of my mouth that there's no ghost here. My machine printer went on, all the lights blinking, the loudest bang you ever want to hear on the floor between, right in the middle of me and him. He had the remote control in his hand. He dropped it on the floor. He goes, oh, yeah, me, Ma. No ghosts
3: here.
1: <laughs> I'll tell you, uh, if I lived in your house, I would suggest that everybody buy stock in Depends, because I think I'd be buying an awful lot of Depends.
2: <laughs> well, you know what? I- I'm just used to it, and she never tried to harm me. Ne- she- I really feel that she's very confused. What happened to this woman is she had a very sad life. She was a depressed woman. She had lost three babies, and her husband was kind of like a partier. We have a bar built downstairs that he built, and every weekend there was parties here. People here told me there were boats parked outside your dock like it was a bar. That's why I think I get a lot of voices, too. I think a lot of those parties come back.
1: Oh, so, um, They do.
2: Uh, I have a woman's voice on tape that goes, uh, she makes a big at Some party here last night. I mean, clear as can be. So, I think they come back. So anyway, she, when we started going to this one medium on the island, uh-huh. I've never been to mediums. And the three times that she did come to me it was me and my cousin. The first thing she said to us, the twins are here. Well, my cousin and I went crazy trying to find these twins in our family. There were none, none. Last year, I have a block sale, and I have records out on the thing for sale. A lady comes up, introduces herself. My name is Muriel. My brother owned your house. I said, oh, very nice to meet you. She said, did you ever hear the story of Mary? I said, well, I know about the suicide now. And she said, you know... She lost three babies, and after the twins, she just lost it. Ah. I fell off my chair. I almost—I spent a year trying to find these twins, and it was her twins coming to me.
1: For heaven's sake!
2: Unbelievable. And I think they were trying to get me to tell their mother they want her to cross over. But she, when I did, I did say this to her because I talked to her. She asked me. She said, "Please leave me be." I said, "Okay." Mary, Mary said that to you. Yes. Please leave me be. And I had the house blessed. I had a priest here, but she does not want to cross. Just doesn't want to cross. So I respect her wishes, and I'll leave her be. <laughs> well,
1: it's very interesting. It's um. What, what I'm hearing you say is that you can actually almost have conversations with Mary.
2: Yes. Uh, Mary, when I had the team here, had actually started patching to me. That's what made the team a little nervous. Um, I became depressed like Mary. I became a recluse like Mary. I was doing everything Mary did. And um, i they felt I was almost taking on her personality. Uh-huh. So when they had, they call it dead time. It's almost like a seance. When they had their dead time in the house, they usually have the owner who's ever there being haunted in on it. They wouldn't allow me in on it. They felt it was actually too dangerous that it would give Mary a chance to attach to me. So Mary did not come for them. And they said, we know if we would have brought you down in that room, she would have came.
1: Yeah, but that's kind of that's really kind of frightening when you think about it.
0: It was it your
1: life being directed by somebody from the other side. Perhaps she, perhaps she's sorry for what she did to herself. She is, and for you to be there and to be empathetic and sympathetic to her plight, uh, you're almost like her friend. Yes. You're like her next door neighbor, except you live in the same house.
2: Yes. After and, they, after I had the blessing, and I think it just sort of like
1: i inside you, and you could be Carol Mary or Mary Carol.
2: Well, it was starting to get like that. But, you know, when I went through all this and, and, and I started realizing a lot that was going on, it was like a burden was lifted off my shoulders. I came back to being the old me, and the night that the priest left, I was walking to this back room, and I heard a voice moaning. Moaning, like Mary moaning, because I had the house blessed. And right after that, I heard another voice say, be strong. And I had to walk away, because I almost felt sorry for her.
1: I'm, I'm so, sure you did, because, I mean, this is a person that, uh, well, a person, this is an entity that you have uh, given a part of yourself to. Okay. When I was watching the YouTube clips i uh-huh for me, I never, ever hardly watch TV, right. and I so much wanted to watch your show. But to be perfectly honest with you, by 10 o'clock here in Maine, uh, after working all day, I usually just go to bed.
2: Yeah, well, they have it on a lot. And um, if you, I don't know if you saw the part where Get Up to Lorraine Warren, and I, but I broke down there. But it was just all the emotions came to the top talking about it. You know, and and after that, it was like I let go of whatever it was, or, or she let go, and I was I felt like my old self again. So now I take it with a grain of salt. You know, I I don't get involved with it. Um, I know she's here. If she wants to say her name, that's fine. But I don't. I don't get involved. I don't ask her or tell her now to cross over. You know that I really don't know how to do that, and I I just can't. I I can't. I might be doing something wrong. You know. So well, for, it
1: might be detrimental to you. Yes. And we certainly don't. We certainly don't want that to happen. No. I mean, who would I play team bingo with?
2: No. So <laughs> it 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 has changed. Thank goodness it it has changed. Um, I felt it when it lifted. I really really did.
1: I, I bet you did, because um, when I was watching this show on YouTube, my heart actually went out to you. I, I actually, I got pretty teary.
2: Yeah, you could see in my face how upset I was. Even well, I,
1: you know, your, your, God bless your heart, your hands were shaking, and I could see yeah. it uh, haunting in your face and your eyes. I yes. mean. Um,
2: and when the EVP guy, Ron Melione, was here, the EVP expert. And him and I were listening. He said, when he said to me, you have a class A EVP, which is top of the line spirit communication. I, You could see my face. My face went, and I went, I do. Because I was still denying it. You know, I was still in denial that this spirit was really in contact with me. So that took me a while to get rid of all that. But I'm glad to say that's why I wrote my book, to tell exactly what happened in my life. And because A&E kind of exaggerated on the, um, the EVPs, and the, they skipped over the whole haunting. You know, they, they didn't really tell anything about the haunting. Like Lorraine Warren, if you watch part of it, in my garage, she's talking to Ryan Buell on the side. And she says to him, I don't think... The house is haunted. I think she's haunted. Now, what? What the hell did that mean? You know? Because he, before this, he didn't. Ryan didn't tell her what was going on in my house. And they walked her into my garage without her knowing what it was. Because my garage doesn't look like a garage. It looks like a workshop. And as she walked in, she said to Ryan, "What is this room?" And Ryan said, "Why?" She said, I just got hit with something like a bolt of lightning. There's a spirit in this garage. But she didn't say that on the show. They didn't put that on the show. So I was a little disappointed, you know, with the way it was. They kind of went for the hype of it, which was the EVPs. And I voiced my opinion on it. (laughs) And they weren't too happy. But that's why I wrote the book. You know, I tell exactly what happened in my house. Didn't well, that, that's happened. cool, and,
1: and I certainly, you know, I plan on getting the copy, and I, I'll send a check off to you tomorrow. Oh, no um problem. Because I'd like to have it. I have a question here from Kathy, uh, but before I ask you that question, I'm going to tell you what. Hey, Carol Ann, our phones just went dead. I think Mary's pranking us. Oh,
2: you know, I can't.
3: And you're gone you're gone again no it's it's her, not us, okay, everyone. This is quite creepy here. we've got we get disconnected, then she gets disconnected, then we get disconnected, then she gets disconnected, so the so the whole technical difficulties we can't bypass spirits and their their ways of getting involved with us, so getting around technical stuff when spirits get in the middle of it that's a little bit more than we can do because that's never happened here before. I've been on this radio network for years and not for years but for a year doing hundreds of shows and this has never happened to me. So now I get to be the one talking. Where's the host when we need her?
1: I'm right here but I was I'm right here, but I was typing to you guys so you'd know what's going on. This is really pretty spooky. Uh, First, our phones went dead. Then then Carol Ann's phones went dead. Then our phone went dead. I mean, we are talking really weird happenings here. I'm a firm believer in the afterlife. The paranormal is uh, not something unusual to us. We live in Maine. We have a house. Um, that's two houses down from us that is very haunted, and I'm going to let Corey tell you about that, but first of all, I'll tell you about the house that, there's Carol Ann. Let me get her back on. Can you hear me? I can hear you, Carol Ann. We've got some weird things happening.
2: I'm going to tell you, every time I talk about Mary on the computer to anyone, my computer goes out. So, that's how. (laughs)
1: I'm gonna tell you what. Um, uh, these are unusual. It's kind of spooky, Carol. <laughs> she, doesn't uh, like, uh, she
2: doesn't like. She uh, doesn't like being discussed. I'll tell you that.
1: <laughs> well, Mary, I'm totally harmless, and and my heart goes out to you. So we only have 32 minutes left, Mary. So you know, if you want to just sort of sit by Carol Ann's side and, and listen up, um, we would love to have you sitting there. But for crying out loud, Mary, let's let us talk. (laughs) Don't cut us off, honey.
2: Behave, Mary. (laughs) Behave.
1: Just behave. Uh, I was telling everybody, um, because I was waiting for you to call back, because I knew it was on your end that time. It's been on my end a couple of times here that Mary's pranked us. Uh, I was telling them about, uh, I moved here, my family and I moved from California to Maine about 30 years ago. Mm -hmm. We bought an old house that was about at the time we bought it, it was about 140 years old. And there was an old Russian gentleman that lived in it. And he passed away in it. They'd lived there for many years, raised their family. And the old gentleman, after we moved in, decided that he needed to be there and see if we were acceptable to live in his house. Mm-hmm. So we were treated to the smells and the sounds of sizzling bacon frying. Mm-hmm. We were treated to... Disappearing donuts, and I swear to God, it wasn't the kids, you guys. Uh-huh. It was not the kids. Doors that could not be unlocked were unlocked.
3: Uh-huh.
1: This guy would shuffle around. He'd rattle pots and pans. You could smell the bacon cooking. Right. You could hear the bacon cooking, but you couldn't see anything. No. And so he stayed with us for almost a year. So I guess it took a long time to decide if we were okay. Uh-huh. But he lived with us for quite a while. And then across the street from us is this wonderful big old antebellum house, and they decided that they were going to do some renovations inside. And the first thing that they did was the the widow's walk on the top. Uh-huh. They started working on that, and that produced a ghost. And she was very silent. She would float down the stairs oh, in a house. That,
2: that Now that would scare me.
1: Well, it was... I have
2: never seen oh. the apparition, and I always tell her please not to show herself to me, because my mother saw her, and I don't want to see her.
1: <laughs> I can I can relate to that. Well, I did not see the apparition, but my friends that lived there saw her quite frequently, yes. and she was not aware of them or anything about her. Oh. Um, then, in that same house, as they worked down in their renovations, in the kitchen they had these old-fashioned, remember the old-fashioned radiators? Yeah,
3: yeah. Big old things. Well,
1: every month my group of friends, we would have a tea party, and we would go from house to house every month. Uh So this month it was her turn to have this tea party. And so when I walked in, the house was magnificent. The tea table looked beautiful but I could smell cigar smoke. And I'm like, these people wouldn't even, you know, they don't even want you in their yard smoking, much less a cigar. I said, said, uh, Marilyn, I said, has somebody been smoking in here? No. She said, listen up. So I listened, and do you know, I could smell cigarette smoke. I could smell, or cigar smoke. I could smell whiskey, and I could hear a group of men playing poker. You could hear them shuffle the cards, slap the chips down. It was all coming out of that old radiator. Mm -hmm. It was really cool. I loved it.
0: I know.
2: Well, one night I heard, I was laying in bed. My husband was out on the island, and we had the bar. We kept the bar downstairs that the man already built. And, of course, when the guys drink, they save their beer cans, take them back a certain time. I hear the beer cans all get knocked over because I had a cement floor then rolling on the
0: floor.
1: Oh, hey Mary, Hi. we've got another caller. I might have some questions for you. Okay. Caller five area code five seven zero. Welcome to Serious Business. What's your name? Uh,
0: my name is Barbara. I'm a very close friend of Carol Ann's.
1: Hey, Barbara. I,
0: I, I, I have to thank you. tell you, Mary. Mary is really doing a job tonight because my computer keeps going on and off. I can't listen to the whole the whole show.
1: You too, huh? I've
0: never had this problem before and I want the Carol to know that Mary is doing it again. Hi,
2: Barbara. Hi,
0: Carol. <laughs> I'm telling you, my it just keeps going on and off. I can't can't keep it on.
1: Oh, that's just like our switchboard and phones going dead. That's not right.
0: the,
1: Yeah, that's just what it seems like. The land phone went dead too.
0: That's just what it seems like. just Barbara, <laughs> have you ever been to Carol Ann's house? Oh yes, I have, yes, yes. Uh, Caroline and I uh very close, and uh, while I was there, nothing happened, but I do believe what goes on there, because uh, I'm, I'm into the same stuff as Carol, and um, it, it's just amazing, it's just amazing, so I do believe everything, and I'm close with Mario, also her brother-in-law, and I know what happened to him when he was there. So <laughs> yeah, I that's was the that, I'm sorry
1: that your sister passed away, needless to yeah. say.
0: That but sister I, was talking to her. I
2: couldn't help but chuckle
1: over, over uh, his bed guest.
2: Barbara was yeah. my sister's best friend. Yeah. Were you? Yes. So that was
1: a big loss for both of you then? Yes.
2: Oh, they were like sisters.
0: Yeah, so we were her like and them. I have
2: become very tight since then. And I've gotten her husband on me. Yes. She's Barbara's husband, John, because mm-hmm. he passed away too. And I got right. him
0: saying his name. Right. Wow. Well. Right and uh, so I I, I do believe in this, and I've gone to different mediums, too, and uh, I went with Carol Ann, and sure enough, the medium doesn't know me or anything, and she came out with so much stuff to me that it was amazing.
2: Also, anybody I take with me to this medium gets read.
0: They get read. (laughs) She
2: finally stopped allowing me to come. because every time I went, really, every time I went, I was read seven times. And anybody with me was red, and she just took an attitude towards me. Yes. Yeah. And refused uh, any invitations to me to come. Wow. Yeah. And she confirmed my ghost because A&E called her up, and she confirmed it, and they decided not to even use her. So what her problem was, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> and she's a very good medium.
0: It's a shame. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's All right, I'll let you get back. I just wanted you to know that she's screwing up my computer too. I made oh, sure well, my you. Grand- I made, I made sure best. my grandchildren were in here so that I could listen to this on the computer, and it's not doing me much good.
1: Now, now, Barbara, can you hear us on your computer? Are oh, you? Oh yes, yeah, yeah. Okay, because yes. some people are having a problem.
2: I wonder if Angie's having a problem.
1: Uh, let me, let me several? see.
0: Ask her. Yes,
1: Angie. Angie can't hear us.
0: Okay. Oh, and Angie's no. a medium. Yeah. No, when, when it comes on, I can hear everything clear. But then in the middle of a, of a, a you know, it'll go off again, and then I've got to keep clicking to listen, and yeah. then it'll come back on again. Mm-hmm. But it just keeps going on and off.
1: One thing that everybody needs to know is that about a half an hour after this show is over, you can go back, it will be archived, you can download it and you can listen to it.
0: Oh, great.
1: If you're not hearing the show now, Mm -hmm. Angie in particular, everybody, you can go download the show and hear it. Uh, When when we do end the show, I would really appreciate it if everybody would rate my show, and I hope we rate a five. I think Carol Ann rates a five, and so do you, Barb. (laughs) Thank Uh, you.
0: Well, you do. I like the, I like the show. I do. I really do. Well, it's it's
1: kind of, um, you know, the name of my show is Serious Business and Not mm-hmm. So Serious. And um, tonight I consider Serious Business because I think the other side, the afterworld, is a part of our lives. And needless to say, someday we're all going to be there. Mm-hmm. Except me. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm going to be the first immortal as long as I can stay young and beautiful.
0: Uh-huh. Right. And, I haven't
1: reached either one of those stages yet, and uh,
0: so what I would,
1: what I would really appreciate is if rate the show after it's over, um, download it if you would like. Those of you that can't hear, those of, the, of you that can hear, and would just like to hear again because you know I find that when, when you're talking on the radio, I'm talking on the radio. Sometimes we need to go back and hear it again because we
0: just say, oh, did I? I'm
2: taking mine. See, I now, now money. it's
0: back. On. Now it's back on again.
2: Um, how do we go? How do we rate it? Where do we go? Yeah, where do we go to rate it?
3: After the show is over to rate the show, all you need to do is you need to go to the page which is blogtalkradiocom slash serious business. Right.
0: Oh, okay. I'm on that. Page. On
3: the show title, about half an hour after the show's over. Okay. Need you to leave a comment and click one through five stars.
2: Oh, okay. Mm, okay. Now, does anybody else have any
3: questions for me? Does anybody in the
1: chat room have questions? Or Barbara, is there something you've been wanting to ask Carolann, that but you never really could ask her until now?
0: No, because I talk to her every single day. <laughs> so we have everything, uh, you know. You know, it's a funny thing. My, my husband was a big believer in the afterlife and, uh, you know, all that. And I think that's why he comes in. Every time I go to a medium, he comes in. Uh, and and even with Carol, she she's had him. So I I think it's uh, to me, you know, to me I think it's you have to really believe in this. I
1: might have um I might have a question. We have another caller. Okay, go ahead. I'll
0: hang up now.
1: You don't even have to if you don't want to. Oh,
0: okay, I'll stay on. Okay. Area
1: code two oh seven caller. Hi, thank you for calling in. What's your name?
0: Right, yeah,
4: my name's Aaron. Hi, Aaron. How are you? Hey, not bad. I figured I'd jump in on this. I'm so glad that you did. Aaron, do you have any questions for Carol Ann? Um, I didn't get to hear much of her conversation, but... So you
1: know what? Uh, we've been... Uh, Mary Ann, uh, Carol Ann, Mary Ann. Oh, my God, that really went together good, didn't it, Carol? Yes. <laughs> hey, <laughs> Carol Ann has a ghost. I'm sure you know that, and... Her ghost name is Mary, and Mary's really been pranking us tonight. My end has went dead here. Carol's uh, has went dead. We have callers and uh, listeners who some of them can hear, some of them can't hear, then they can hear, and then they can't hear. So Mary the ghost is pranking us. Is there anything that you'd like to talk about to Carol?
4: Oh, I just figured I'd add something real quick. I mean, when I was younger, I remember an experience with... Dunkin' Donuts and the ghost eating the donuts.
1: <laughs> you remember that? Everybody, I, I need to tell you that um, this is my middle son, Aaron, and he lives up country, Maine, and he
4: remembers our ghost, don't you, Hunt? Yeah, I, and I mean, I was craving them donuts when I woke up, but they, the ghost was even nice enough to put the box in the trash.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we, oh we, he was very polite.
2: <laughs> Mine doesn't eat things, but she likes to move things. Just give me a hard time about finding them. <laughs> you know, I, I
1: didn't really believe that ghosts could consume food, but I don't know where he put them, but, you know, we never found them ever.
2: Well, they, prob- they hide it. They do hide stuff, and sometimes you won't find it. But
1: well, they do a pretty good job. Um, I'm reading in the chat room. Uh-huh. Uh, it says um, it's from... Fair Lance House reading from Angie is also on the Night Watchman Chronicles under readings. Yes. So well, I'm assuming that would be something like WWW the Night Watchman Chronicles. Is that yes. correct?
2: Um, that's the girl, Chris, who helped me write my book. And she has all my EVPs and my book on her site. Night Watchman Chronicles is one name. And Angie is a medium on there.
1: Okay, so, Corey, you want to write this down for me, her, uh, Angie's address? So, um, uh, she's got it right here. There's a link, so anybody that wants to click on it, it's www.nightwatchmanchronicles.com. You can go there and find out more about Carol Land's Adventures with Mary. You, I think from what I'm reading here, that it uh, is other subjects along this line with other people. Is that correct?
2: Yes, it's all about the paranormal.
1: So it's it's uh, a paranormal site, which is yes. which is kind of fun. My suggestion is do not wait till midnight when your family's in bed asleep and you're sitting there all alone in the dark with a candle.
2: Oh. <laughs> uh do it in
1: the daytime.
2: Even I don't do that at night. <laughs> <laughs> I, I okay. still get spooked on things like that. <laughs> Even though I have one here, I don't like watching that stuff on on the site.
1: No, it's spooky. Hey, Aaron. Um, yes. I want to ask you a question, if I may, and, and feel free not to answer if, if you consider this question not um, something that you want to go into. But as a pastor and a minister, how do you feel about the afterlife? Do you believe in it?
4: I believe there is an afterlife, and I believe people have souls, and I believe the souls can get stuck in this world. Like Mary, perhaps? Mary's kind of stuck here? Well, as I said, I didn't hear much about Mary, but well,
2: Mary commits suicide in my home, and I think she's afraid to cross over to the light um, because well, you... she took her life. Now that one, that
4: one's hard for me to answer because, from what we learn from the Bible, there's certain things we say about people that commit suicide, and I'm not that rude.
2: Right. She, I think, she's just afraid. Um, and that that's all it is. Or she really likes being in her home. I I, I really don't know.
1: And uh, perhaps you know, maybe her babies are there in a sense too.
2: Yes. Right. Could be. Would want
1: to abandon them?
2: No, she Baby? lost three babies, so that could be. There's something keeping her here. I just don't know what.
0: Carol, did you tell her about the twins? Yes. 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 Oh, okay. is, that, is that kind of spooky? Yeah.
2: Yes. Yeah, but Barbara was there at one of the meetings when yeah. I got the twins again.
4: I mean, personally, I can tell you a story about what has happened in my life that it was somebody that committed suicide uh-huh. that lived on this property before me and my wife lived here.
2: Yeah. It was
4: my wife's brother. Uh huh. Well, he had surgery. He was real overweight. And he ended up, after the surgery, just overeating because his dad was, you know, right down on him, cutting him down constantly, even though he had the surgery and lost the weight. And it ripped his staples out, and he passed away because of it. Oh,
1: boy.
4: And I've got to figure out the right way to word this because, well, we have one light in the bedroom that comes up and goes off. Uh
2: Uh-huh.
4: That kinda of spooks us out and it's usually when me and my wife are intimate and it was her brother. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> well
0: that could be. Oh, she just did it, she just knocked my AOL off. Oh, really? I can't You know, believe... now
2: that you're saying that, Aaron, my um sister who passed her husband remarried. Oh, yeah. And in his bedroom he had her cross and a a, a prayer of footsteps on the wall. And one night, her cross spun on the, on the wall and hit this plate. Well, let me tell you, he sat up that night till 2 in the morning. He was afraid to go back to bed. <laughs>
0: what about the ring, Carol?
2: Oh, yeah, when he was getting married, uh-huh. he was going to use a ring that he had. Well, the ring ended up missing. So they went out and bought another ring. The second ring ended up missing. Missing. They bought another one. The third ring ended up missing. The fourth ring they bought, they didn't let it out of their sight. And that one didn't go missing. Oh,
1: well, that's a blessing.
2: Yes. yes. I
1: think somebody was trying to tell them something. What do you think? I
2: think so. Most
1: definitely. I,
2: think so. <laughs> I, I want to throw uh,
1: just a little bit of information in here. Uh, electronic voice, the non.
2: Say it, Carol. Electronic voice phenomenon.
1: I cannot twist my tongue around phenomenon. <laughs> I just <never laughs> do it.
2: <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, that's what happens
1: when you live in Maine and you don't have... Uh...
2: Well, anybody listening, if you go on the Night Watchman site, you'll be able to hear my EVPs.
1: And I have a couple here that we can we can uh, let those. And um, I just wanted to say um, recordings of EVPs is a technique of those who attempt to contact the souls of dead loved ones or join ghost hunting activities. Um,
2: anyone can do it with a recorder. Anyone
1: can do it. I was leading up to asking you, Carol. What what do you use to record this? Is it just I the...
2: just use a, a small Sony micro cassette recorder with the small tape.
1: Uh huh.
2: And I put it on. I ask if there are any spirits there who wish to speak to me, and I let it run, no longer than three to four minutes. And then listen. And keep repeating that. Do it in rooms. If you if you feel there's something going on in the room, do it in that room. And if they're there, eventually they'll contact you.
4: What if you're afraid to do it in that room because, of, as I said, we were intimate <laughs>
2: yeah, right. well, when it happened? It would be up to you how curious you get. <laughs> there is a prayer, you say. You ask for protection before you do EVPs. That's very important. To ask for protection. And at the end of it, to thank any spirits who do come to you. But you ask for protection that only spirits of the highest source be allowed in. And the others be kept out. So that's very important to do. Because when I didn't do it, I got bad EVPs. And then you're inviting things into your home. You are opening a door. Yes. So be careful about that.
4: We are. We're still listening to it on our computer, but I've got I gotta cut out of here because we're cooking dinner and
2: okay everything.
4: But it, it was good talking to you guys. Same here.
2: Let us um, know. Let your mother know if you get the bravado off the tape. You might get an interesting tape. Yeah, if,
1: if you do it, Aaron, let
4: me know. Yes. Um, oh, we've got, we've got five micro cassette recorders. We can do something with it.
2: I'll give right. it a shot,
1: and just remember what Carol Ann said. Yes. You know, uh, make sure you ask for...
2: Uh, no. No. Just ask for protection. That's all.
4: I have the, I have the Lord on my side. I'm not worried asked,
2: about that. If you ask that he watch over you and keep anything evil away.
4: And as I said, it was nice talking to you all, but yeah. i got to get out of here. Okay.
2: You too. Have
4: a your good time. night.
1: Bye-bye. Uh, Carol Ann, I have uh, Kathy in the chat room. Yes. I would like to know, Carol, did you ever do any type of investigation before any of these incidences? Did you, uh, prior to moving into the house where Mary was, were you interested in the paranormal? Did you uh, no. go to psychics or medium? No, never was. No, never, never
2: was. No, not until I got here. And even when I was here, nobody told us about what was going on. And it was like a joke in town. They'd say, oh, yeah, your house had two people shot themselves and three people. it took a long time for us to find the truth out. And even that, everybody's got a different story. But the suicide was done here. But I didn't know that until after I was in the house.
1: I guess that, that leads me to say to everybody, you know what? I can't imagine going out and buying a house because that's one of the that's one of the biggest expenses that any of us have is when we yeah. buy our home.
2: Yeah, and do you phone. know if then you then to ask, go and move in
1: and find that it there's a spirit life there that's haunted? My gosh.
2: And you can ask the real estate because if they know about it, they have to disclose it. Right.
1: And but how many people?
2: Who would think? I wouldn't have thought to ask.
1: Yeah, I mean I would have never thought to ask.
2: No, and you know, when I used to come here, like I said, the house was full of stuff. And every time I came, the stuff was moved around. So I I used to say to my husband, gee, Bob must have been here cleaning up. He never cleaned that house out until the very last week that we were there. So there was stuff being moved around even then. That I, I really paid no mind to, you know. I just noticed that it was moved in a different place when we used to go up there. So she was active then. I guess she knew the house was sold.
0: Well, I she was what letting. I'll go,
2: I wonder what I'll go through tonight. Yeah, <laughs>
1: well. I think you better be hooking up your recorder tonight.
2: I'm going to. I have a few <laughs>
1: words to say.
2: Usually she will. She'll make noise in my room tonight, and usually just as I'm trying to go to sleep. Uh, tell me, how,
1: how frequently are you doing the EVPs now?
2: Um, well, I'm on three sites, and I really like interpreting them more than making my own. Uh huh. So I kind I kind of have an ear for listening to them. So I love to do that. I love to interpret somebody else's that can't understand what's being said. Not that I'm right all the time, but I like doing that. Um, my own EVPs. Maybe I'll do twice a week, and um, that's it. I'm more into, I I write poetry, so I have two poetry sites. I'm more into my writing right now, which I started late in life uh, than my EVPs. Well,
1: sometimes, you know, the older we get, the better we get.
2: It took me to a a better place, really, actually, to this writing. I
1: find that um, the older I get, and, and I imagine many of you probably feel this way,
2: Mm -hmm. But the older I
1: get, I find the more um, I like doing things and I find I like myself. I think it's important that we like ourselves. Yes. And once we find out that we like ourselves, then we can go and do those things that's been hidden away inside of us or something that we've always wanted to do, but it's, ah, I can't do that.
2: And believe me, this is hidden deep. (laughs) I mean, I've had poems published in the newspaper and stuff like that, and I... Things I never knew I could write. So I'm more into that, you know. Um, In fact, on the back of my book, I wrote my own poem. Do you want to hear it? It's a short one.
1: Yes, we would Uh, love to.
2: Okay. The name of it is She Waits Inside My Door. I changed her name because I didn't want to insult the family. Yeah. So I call her Mary Connor. Okay. Mary Connor took the rope, tied it tightly around her throat, kicked away a standing chair, for Mary's swinging in the air, now her spirit lingers here. Wonder what she searches for as she waits inside my door.
0: Wow, that's awesome!
2: <laughs> so that they put that on my back cover of my book, and that's exactly really what happened.
1: Well, yeah, um, and, and you just you did it beautifully. Everything's there. You yes. have the information, the rhythm, the, the whole thing. Oh, I'm glad you like it. <laughs> I did very much thank you for sharing that with us. That oh, was awesome. Very welcome.
0: She wrote one for me, that's so beautiful. I had to frame it and all because it was from Trudy to me. And uh, it was it's beautiful. She's got some talent. She really does. Was
1: Trudy uh, your sister Carol Ann? Yeah. Yeah. It was Carol's
0: sister, but her oh. and I were like sisters. We were together for over forty years. Wow.
1: Carol Ann and uh, Barb, do, do you ever hear from Trudy? Have yes, you had any contact?
2: Yes. The first week she died, I had a long conversation with her, and she was so funny because she was talking about making the beds. And she said to me, come on, get up out of that bed. And and it was her voice, and it was the longest conversation. And then they, they typed it off because... She has family, she has children, and I always feel that's where she is. She's more with them than with me. My mother is always here because my mother, I'll say, I just got yesterday, I said, Mom, are you here? And she says, Yes, and clear as could be.
1: Now, do you hear these actually uh, in the air or do you have
2: no, to? Only on tape.
1: Only on, on tape. tape.
2: Yes. In the air, I hear when Mary's in my room, I'll hear her breathe. I'll hear her sigh. Um, she'll make noise in my room. I'll hear her call my name sometimes from downstairs. Uh, okay. That I hear.
1: That would scare the hell out of me.
2: <laughs>
1: Let me tell you, I have, I have, or had, an online friend that I met several years ago at Pogo.com, and uh-huh. we also played at Ion Thunder. And uh, she moved from Nebraska here, and when she moved here she found out or we found out that she had terminal colon cancer. So I became her primary caregiver.
3: Mm
1: -hmm. And she was given three months to live, and she managed to live 11 months. She was a very tough old bird, we like to tell her, Mm -hmm. and she would just chuckle and laugh. And um, I think that once after she passed away, that. She was kind of here, but I'm not really sure.
2: Right. Stay stay, hang around. Pronounce your name for me.
1: Lois L-O-I-E. That's Lois.
2: Okay, because you want to hear a weird thing. Angie, the other day, I was talking to her online and she said, I have two women here. And they were giving names. Well, it happened to be my sister and my mother. And at the end, she said, I'm getting this name. I want you to write it down because if you don't know it, Gonna come into your life. She was hearing Cholie. Choli. Ah,
3: very
1: close.
2: Oh, that's C H L O I E. and I know no one by that name. Now I have to tell Angie because sometimes what they hear is off. Right. And I'm betting she heard this name.
0: Yes. Yes. Right, Barbara. I've, definitely. I've been
1: in your life for almost a year, maybe two years now. I think. Uh-huh. But you only know me as that other name,
2: right? Right.
1: That, that nobody. There's only two or three people here that know that other name
2: right. that you know
1: me by. Yes. Uh-huh.
2: <laughs> well, when I saw this tonight,
0: I thought, "Oh my!" <laughs> yeah. That that is. It's so close. Yeah, we've uh, Barbara. We've lost Carol Ann. So Mary's yep, playing. Yeah, I just, I just, feel, I heard that, and I lost it on my computer again too. I can't believe her tonight. I really can't. And now I lost you, too.
3: Okay, are you all still there? Mary's oh, yeah, at it yeah. again.
2: She just cut Gee. me off again. No, yeah. we got cut off,
3: too. I'm yeah. kind of... Yeah, right. We yep. got cut off, too. Yep. You know, we'll have to do a second show about this sometime. <laughs>
2: yes, definitely. There's a lot more I have, to. Oh, you're not kidding. Yeah, we we've <laughs> we've got... We've only scratched the beginning of it.
3: Oh, really?
1: Well, we've got two minutes left, so what I want to do is I want to tell everybody that uh, Carol Ann has wrote a book. It's called A Haunting in Broad Channel. Corey's going to type her email in there, and you can contact Mary if you'd like to purchase a copy of her book. Uh, Twelve dollars. And if you have
2: any questions, you can also contact me there.
1: Yep, you can uh, email her with questions, and uh, I'm sure that Carol will autograph your book for you before she sends it out.
2: Definitely.
1: And um, too bad we can't get Mary's fingerprint, but you know what? I don't think we can do that. I also want to thank um, I want to thank Carol. I want to thank Barbara for being with us tonight. I want to thank all of you in the chat room for your support. Please go and rate our show afterwards. Please give us a rating from one to five. Of course, I'm hoping for all fives. Um, I I want to let you know that next week's show is tentatively about homeschooling. If you have any thoughts about homeschooling, pro or con, Please call in. Please join our chat room. We're going to be talking about homeschooling. I'm a homeschooling parent. My husband and I have homeschooled Corey this year. He's a, he was a ninth grader. He just did his portfolio, and now he is officially a tenth grader.
2: Oh, good. Okay. Burton, well, Toby, all of
1: you, I want to thank you, Kat, everybody,
0: Angie. Download this show, everyone,
3: and you can listen to it again.
0: Hi, how, how do we download it again?
3: All you do to download the show is about half an hour from the end of the show, go to blogtalkradiocom slash business.
2: Mm-hmm. There
3: should be a button to download right there. All
2: okay. right, half hour
3: after the show. I'm glad to be here, and I'm glad to help my mom. Everyone, check me out at coreyal.com and NTL Rock Radio tonight. NTL Rock Okay. Okay. All
0: right. Uh, All right. Lowie. Thank you very much. Okay. I- wait, uh,
1: Carol, Bob, everybody out in the chat room, we're going to leave the chat room open for about ten minutes after the show, so everybody can just chat. Carol Ann, you can chat. And we're down to eight seconds, please,
2: this next room. week, Thursday
1: evening, 6 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh-huh. Thank you all for being here, Carol Ann.
2: All right. Everybody has to excuse me, because I can't get in the chat room. I'm having problems with that. <laughs> but.
1: After we close the, the switchboard and everything, go ahead and give okay. it another shot. I'm going to leave it open for about 10 minutes.
2: All righty. Okay, very good. Okay, okay. thank you. Okay, good night. Good night. Hey, everybody. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay,
0: bye. You've just listened to an IYR The Classics broadcast. Learn more about IYR The Classics at theclassics.itsyourradio.com. It's your radio. The Future of Radio. www.edsourradio.com